Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to India on 99.94, your home of Indian cricket content. I'm your host, Nikesh Raghani, BBC and SEN cricket commentator alongside Sarah Waris of Wisdom. As always, Sarah, how are you? Mm, I'm good. It's been a hectic few days. My sister just had surgery for a gallbladder and all that. So yeah, been hectic, not up to date with cricket as much. And yeah, that's why we we are doing a podcast after a relatively long time. How was your Christmas? Uh, yeah, it was good. A uh, little bit of time off uh, with the family. So that was nice. And uh, back on it now. Um, no extended Christmas break. I'm on Big Bash commentary duty for the BBC, um, which is is good fun. Not the not the greatest tournament like it was previously. Uh, standard has declined a little bit, but uh, yeah, all all good fun. Back to be uh, in the box uh, uh, calling games, which is uh, what I I love doing. Um, I have been trying to keep across as much cricket as possible. Um, there's lots going on at the moment: Australia, South Africa, Pakistan, New Zealand have kicked off as well in in that first test match. And of course, um, in the early hours for me in the UK, um, I was getting up uh, across the Christmas period as well, including on Christmas Day. I had to set my alarm for 3.30 in the morning uh, to try and see if India could win that second test match in Bangladesh. And uh, it was close. It was Mm. a lot closer than it should have been. India probably shouldn't have been chasing as many as they were. But even then, it should have been in hand a little bit more um, responsibility from from the top order batter should have been taken, perhaps. Uh, but Ashwin, the hero once again, alongside Shreyas Iyer, who was brilliant, I thought. And uh, 2-0, looks good on paper. Plenty of cracks, I think, within that side, which were sort of papered over a little bit with that victory. Um, but we'll discuss that on today's episode, and, and not just the match, but just the way the test side is shaping up as a whole. Um, but Sarah, I will put this to you to start with. The batting. The batting has been a concern for quite some time now and it's mm. across formats really, but especially in test cricket, it was what kind of lost India the series in South Africa when they should have won that series. They were in winning positions. The bowling was fantastic. The batting wasn't consistent enough. And just throughout test cricket, you know, the the England test match, okay, that was a one-off England chased their highest ever total to win that test match. But still, you felt India left a lot out there with the bat. They didn't sort of make the most of their opportunities. Is it a technical problem? Is it a personnel problem? What is going on? Why can't they play? I mean, this is Bangladesh. They're playing in conditions which should be suited to their kind of batters, a little Mm. bit slower, a little bit lower. But still, the same old problems arise. I think it starts right from the top, though. This was I ha I used obviously we didn't have the podcast back then, but when Virat Kohli stepped down from captaincy and there were talks that you know Rohit Sharma will be the next captain, I was 
always against that because of the injury issues and um Rohit Sharma has not played a single overseas test match this year so which is you know he is your specialist test captain so KL Rahul Jaspreet Jaspreet Bumrah um who are, have captain more overseas matches than uh, Rohit Sharma has which is weird which is you know bewildering and it starts right from the top uh you need your he was brilliant in england last year and even uh, even the home series against england last year and uh the sri lanka te- test match this year so he was brilliant and you need someone like him you know obviously he didn't have the best start uh to his test career and almost like a yuvraj singh you could say you know white ball beast and not as effective in test matches but he's managed to turn that round since the australia series and you need someone like him if he's in form and you know he's been doing well you need someone like him you know you need your captain right at the top and uh, that's what india has been missing especially with uh, cheteshwar pujara for the large part he wasn't in form uh, he did score more than hand handy knocks against bangladesh but for the most part he wasn't in form virat kohli i was just looking at this one stat which is you know bizarre and it's almost sad you know how, what virat kohli is going through since 2020 he's played 36 innings and 36 in whoever has played 36 or more innings so virat kohli averages around 27 which is the second worst the only player who has a worst uh, average than him is james anderson who has an average of around 6 so you know it just shows what a horrid run he's uh, going through so jimmy will love that, that by the way and, yeah. jimmy anderson will love that stat that that is not too far behind <laughs> behind vera <laughs> yeah fair point and uh, and the frequent injuries have just you know put a question mark over who the openers are is it kl rahul is it shubman gill who do you think like going forward if everyone is fit who do you think the best openers are should shubman gill back down back down the order but then there's shreyas ayer who's been doing well though shreyas ayer has his issues against the short ball which england exploited in the fifth test match so yeah how do you see that whole opening conundrum being um, solved in the border governance see i i don't think in the short term and i'm going to ask you for your side to face australia in the first test as things stand at the moment a little bit later on in the podcast but just based on what i was saying before look kale rahul is a man who's in rubbish form but i think mm. more so than that mentally he just looks shot he cannot take the pressure of being captain on top of not being able to score runs and also the intense pressure that's coming on him from the media and the fans and and I think a lot of that is justified because he's just not scoring runs and hasn't really performed in the big moments and it's usually that one good innings in 8 or 10 which kind of saves him and then gets him another long rope in the side so that needs to stop and if it was me i'd put gill straight in at the top of the order alongside rohit sharma and one of the reasons being obviously kl rahul's form but also i think the the way india play at the moment is that rishabh pant bats at 5 so if your keeper is batting at 5 and not 7 which is the traditional wicketkeeper's position and the wicketkeeper can be considered an all-rounder as well 
then you're not really going to play. You're going to play a specialist batter at six, but then you're not going to play a specialist yeah. batter at seven. You usually want an all-rounder. So hmm. Shreya Sire has to play in that middle order. And there's, you know, Pujara in the short term, along with Kohli, I think they have to play against Australia because Pujara is obviously in good form. And, you know, Kohli is the man for the big moment. He's been there and done it against these guys. And, these you know, they're the top of the tree at the moment, Australia, in terms of the World Test Championship table. So you need your big guns to be playing in that match. And Australia fear Virat Kohli. That's mm-hmm. that's the key thing going into that series. They fear Virat. So Shubman Gill, I think, you know, if, as far as the openers mm-hmm. are concerned, I would have him straight in there opening alongside Kale Rahul, particularly in Indian conditions because... Look, they've tried him abroad. He's done well, did well in Australia. And, and then obviously he had the injury problems and was out of the side. And Kale came in and did well in England in 2021. But that was Kale Rahul back then. This is the situation now as it is. You've got four test matches. You need to win three of them at least to get into that World Test Championship final. So give yourself the best chance. Go with the players who are in form. And I think Gil is, is a shoe in What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, I did talk about how um, KL Rahul should be probably given an extended role because he did well in England and he did well in South Africa. But yeah, listening to what you've said, it's true. That was a year ago and a lot has changed in one year. Uh, He has yeah, he did well in those series, but a lot has changed. And he's just, you know, sometimes as Virat Kohli, he took a break um, recently. He did say that sometimes, you know, you just don't need to touch the bat. Plus, he, KL Rahul has been struggling with injuries a lot, like almost same as Rohit Sharma. It's like both of them haven't played a series in forever. I don't remember when both of them were fit together. It was the England series last year. After that, I don't think... Yeah, they've played much together. So sometimes, yeah, it's just that, you know, you need to keep your bat away and just focus on getting your mental thing right. And yeah, I think even the uh, Lucknow Super Giants, when he was the captain in the IPL, he did look out of sorts against he, uh, he was on top of the uh, run charts, which you expect of him, but his strike rate was again a big issue. So it's just that, you know, probably he needs to step back and reevaluate what the future holds for him because uh, there are reports coming in uh, again. It's India, Indian cricket reports, media leaks, and all that. That KL Rahul could be axed from the uh, T20I series against Sri Lanka. We don't know that yet. We are the squad. Could be announced in a day or two, so we still don't know that yet. But uh, that wouldn't be the worst move because, yeah, and Gil at the top, I think right now he's earned it. He deserves to be there. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Right, so we've discussed the batting. Uh, We'll take a short break here and we'll look at how the rest of the side is shaping up. Hi, I'm Mark Machado, broadcaster and Sri Lankan cricket fan. Every week, Estelle Vazu, Devon and myself will drop several episodes of Sri Lanka on 99.94, keeping you up to date on the latest from the Sri Lankan cricketing world. If you want to know what Hasaranga is up to, where Chabri Athapattu scored her runs, or what Naroshan Dikwala has been discussing behind the stumps, then make sure to watch or listen to Sri Lanka on 99.94. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, on YouTube and on the 99.94 app. Join the Shrunken Crooked Conversation and get involved. 
So, I say we've touched on the batting. I mean, we've touched on the openers, haven't we? Uh, looking at the middle order, there are problems. It's good to see Pujara back in form. The fact mm. that India are going to play Australia at home, I think, is an advantage. He's 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 been a man in form. Let's be honest. Across all crickets, so county cricket, he's averaging like a hundred and nine for Sussex. That was brilliant. He he did really well in the fifty over competition for Sussex as well. By the way, he was scoring <laughs> bucket loads yeah. of runs there against all counties. So you know, people might say, "Oh, Sussex were in the second division of the county championship," but you know, it's still it's like net practice for him, right? And he was hitting the ball well, and he had to come up. I keep saying this: the bowlers of the caliber of Shaheen Shah Afridi bowling with the red ball in overcast conditions, and Pujara was uppercutting him for six. Mm. So. You know, he's a man in form. He's a man in good form. And he's been in that consistent form all year, really, across county cricket and then coming back into the India side as well. You know, he he looked very good. We know that he likes to take his time, of course, and and a little bit more so in the last two or three years than, than he previously did. It's a little bit more exaggerated at times. But like we saw in the second innings where he made his 100 in that Bangladesh test, he can go through the gears as well, particularly against spinners. And, you know, we, we see him quite often coming down the track to spinners, but he usually nudges, finds the gaps, drives for the odd four. This time he was going over the top and he, and he was doing it quite well. OK, he didn't always look as elegant as some of the batters, but he, you know, he's a man batting well with a lot of confidence. He's scoring runs. I think he's got to be there. Virat Kohli is, is probably the, the big concern, really. Rishabh Bunt, yeah. you know, getting runs once again in test cricket, which... I think is his best format. Shreyas Iyer saving the day as well. I think Kohli is probably the only concern in that lineup, but I think he he has to play. Yeah, he will play. But if you saw the uh, second test, uh, I didn't see a lot of it, but I did read about it, and that Kohli did struggle against spin, especially he had a very scratchy knock. So, uh, do you think it's something? which he can sort out? Do you think that's a mental thing or more like a technical thing or uh, what is going wrong with Virat Kohli in Test cricket? Yeah, I mean, he look, he's he's a man who quite clearly we've seen throughout his career, he likes the pace coming onto the ball. He, he loves batting mm. in Australia against quick bowlers in those conditions. That That is when he's at his best. I think, look, there's there's this myth from the West as well. You know, when you talk to English cricket journalists or even Australians, they still think of Asian players as being the best players of spin bowling. Now, the problem is, is that people like Virat Kohli are not playing as much first-class cricket as their predecessors, the likes of Rahul Dravid and and all these guys who came in the previous generation, Mm -hmm. VVS Lakshman, you know, fabulous players of spin. Tendulkar was a fabulous player against anybody, but even Ganguly, you know, coming down the track to the spinners and going over the top, knowing when to attack, when to defend. All these things come with playing all these spinners in domestic cricket, right? They're not playing Ranji Trophy. They hardly ever play for their state sides. You know, the top players I'm talking about, the top test players. Even Pujara, you know, how often does he get a run in for Saurastra? Maybe a little bit more often than some of the others because he doesn't play all formats. But, you know, Roy Sharma doesn't play. You know, Shubman Gill's probably not going to play now. Kale Rahul won't play Ranji Trophy. Kohli definitely won't. You know, Rishabh Pant even. They're, they're all just going to be on India duty almost 12 months a year, apart from when the IPL's on. And then, 
it's just T20 cricket, so it's not the same. So I think that lack of playing these quality spinners week in, week out, which is what the previous generations used to do and is why they were so good at playing against spinners because there were so many quality spinners in India and the conditions that they had and all that kind of stuff, that they they found a way to score against these guys. And when they came up against the Shane Warnes and the Murleys in international cricket, they were a lot more comfortable, albeit, you know, it's a, a level up or two levels up in those two cases, but they still managed to find a way to do it because of all that experience they had of doing it at domestic level. And, and these guys just, just don't have that. So I think that's part of the reason why not just Kohli, but really you look down that whole side and, and you can't say that there's real quality against spin bowling in there, in that batting lineup, in, in red ball cricket I'm yeah. talking about, which is why you come up against Adil Rashid for England or whoever it might be. You know, I, there was a test match a few years ago where the, the New Zealanders came to India and outbowled their spinners outbowled India's spinners in India. Mm. You know, it's yeah. and it's, it, it would have been unthinkable, you know, decades ago or even a couple of decades ago, really. But the Indian players just don't play enough quality spin. Yeah, very good point. And was just thinking that are there a lot of quality spinners coming up also? Um, there is Rahul Cheher and there was Varun Chakrabarti and uh, Saurabh Kumar is there in the team right now. There's Kuldeep Yadav, Chehel is there, but the Indian team just keep going back to um, the fact that they called Ashwin, you know, after three or four years away in white ball cricket kind of shows that, you know, the spin quality of spin bowlers maybe is not the greatest. So that automatically means that the batters who are coming up they don't they have not played against uh, quality spin also in age group cricket or Ranji Trophy or um, domestic cricket overall so yeah brilliant point and um, I don't know how and we've seen that we've seen Rohit Sharma also struggle in the IPL against spinners we've seen Rohit Sharma uh, Kohli struggle against Adil Rajshid also in the um not in the IPL, like overall in international cricket and this uh, Adam Zampa also. So, yeah, fair point. Um, great point, actually. And, and also the Indian spinners, like you say, I think there is a certain amount of quality always coming through and it might not be to the same level as before because now they've got the fast bowlers as their role models, these young kids. Yeah. So they want to grow up and they want to be a Bumrah or they want to be a Shami or uh, an Ishant Sharma or whoever. Because they've got these role models and India is producing good fast bowlers. That that was never the case before. So a lot of people just thought, oh, look, if I want to be serious about being an international bowler, I've got better be a spinner because yeah. you know, India don't produce fast bowlers, right? It was only Kapil Dev and there was a big gap to Srinath. And, you know, there, there just weren't many coming through. But I think there are still enough coming through. But you're right, they keep going back to... Ashwin and Jadeja and, you know, Aksha Patel's in the mix now, of course. But it was when Jahel and Guldeep were at the helm, particularly in white ball cricket for a couple of years. And then they just completely switched back and went back to old school with Ashwin and Jadeja. And it didn't quite work out. But I think part of the reason is, is because they've got an obsession with all-rounders because they don't have a fast bowling all-rounder. So they need a spin bowling or they need somebody there at seven and eight who can hold a bat. And I think that's part of the problem as well. Guldeep getting 40 in that particular innings in the first test against Bangladesh, that 
that was a good sign that he can hold a bat in those conditions and can contribute if needed. Jahel is yet to really show that with the bat. Um, I just don't don't think he's he's going to do it uh, at this stage of his career. Really, I mean, he looks like a proper number eleven, doesn't he? Um, so I think that that's part of the issue as well, and that's why India mm. have got that slight problem with what combination to go in with because you need a couple of all rounders in there at least, probably a couple. And I, you'd say Ashwin's a genuine all-rounder, but you need somebody else who can also bat down at seven or eight, depending on That's which combination Sundar, you're going but, in yeah, with. He's, he's injured way too much. Like he's 21, 22, and he's been injured for around half of that. Half of that. So unfortunate, but I hope Sundar can be a proper, you know, batsman, which India are looking for because he's been impressive with the bat whenever he's gotten the chance. And just hope that, you know, he can remain fit. And it's it's unfortunate that, you know, injuries just go and affect these, a similar, not similar, like a set of players, you know, KL Rahul or Pietro Sharma or Washington Sundar, Bhuvneshwar Kumar, Tina Trajan, he's been injured, like, uh, all these stories, that, uh, all these reports about how being injured almost every IPL season, he's out with some injury or the other. So it's unfortunate that, you know, injuries just keep on coming and affecting these uh, set of players. And uh, yeah, un- really unfortunate. At least they also weren't about, injured. Yeah. Uh, when, it, when, it, when it was time <laughs> to come in and be injury replacements, they were fit at the right time when yeah. they won that series down in Australia, weren't they? They, they were the only yeah. men left standing. Yeah, yeah, thank God for that. And just one more point about Ashwin. Like, Ashwin, the batter, he's improved massively since 2021, that uh, match at SCG. So, the all-rounder, how do you think the fact that, you know, he's improving his batting also helps India's combination? Because now, with uh, him around, India won't fret as much when Ravindra Jadeja, another very injury-prone cricketer, uh, when Ravindra Jadeja is not there in the team, even overseas. So, you know, Ashwin can come in because the main... Re- uh, Jadeja is not... A, you can say he's not a better spinner than Ashwin, but he plays because, you know, he's the better all-rounder. So now with Ashwin improving his batting and uh, since 2021... Probably you can say he realized that to play overseas, you have to improve your batting because uh, India are not going to go in with a, an extra spinner. So how do you think that affects uh, India's combination, the rise of Ashwin, the all-rounder? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good point. And I've just got a concern that they, they've sort of pigeonholed him in, into this box that, yes, he can bat but he's still not our genuine all-round. doesn't matter mm. what he's done. He's got mm. 500s. He's scored match-winning knocks uh, in recent times. You know, um, you know, he's got 500s at an average of nearly 28. Right? That's every bit as good as... In fact, he's got more 100s, I think, than Richard Hadley mm. had in his career and a very similar average. And they come in at a similar position, number eight. They're not you know, genuine all-rounders like the Bothams and the Kapils and the Imran Khans were. You know, in terms of the batting, but then in the bowling, Richard Hadley got the most wickets out of that quartet of all-rounders, which everyone raves about from the eighties. But Ashwin's bowling record is is every bit as good as Hadley mm. as well. So you know, if you yeah. if you're really comparing him 
with players in history. And I know it's difficult to compare players across eras, but you know his, his stats would show that he's every bit as effective as Richard Hadley in a different way, you know, as a spinner rather than an opening bowler and the enforcer. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that could be an option, but I don't think they're going to do that. However, at home, I think that, that you know, could genuinely be used up the order. And uh, we'll take another short break here. And then off the back of it, we will discuss his place in the side plus the rest of them. Uh, and we'll try and name our, our sides for uh, that first test against Australia. I'm Neil Manthorpe, one half of South Africa on 99.94 with Lungani Zama. We're covering the Rainbow Nation as it undergoes its biggest transition since readmission. We cover every part of the South African game on 99.94 and you can hear us several times a week where you find your podcasts or on YouTube. So, Border Gavaska Trophy. I'm excited because I'm due to be out there for the first two tests in uh, Nagpur and and Delhi for SEN, so really looking forward to that. And I think that I'm just going to name my side for you right now. And this is as it stands right now. I know there's a little bit of time to go. Injuries can happen and, and all that kind of stuff. But I'm assuming Rohit will be back. So Rohit comes in at number one. He captains the side. I'll go with Shubman Gill to open the batting with him. And then... It's it's quite similar, actually, to the Bangladesh series. So I'm going Pujara, three, Kohli, four, Rishabh Bunt, five, Shreyas Iyer, six. And then I'm going to go, who knows about Jadeja, right? So I'm going to go Aksha Patel, Ashwin as the two spinning all-rounders. I'm going to play three spinners. I'm going to tell my pitch curators to make rank turners. <laughs> Don't care. I think uh, you know, Nagpur was the venue, right? Where South Africa, where there was that rank turnover and everyone was like, you can't produce yes. these wickets. I think it yep. was Nagpur, yeah. I mean, that was a bit too much, but do you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you want it to spin from day one. You don't want it to maybe break mm. up from day one, but you want, you want it to take a bit of turn from day one, just in case you're, you're found bowling first. Um, I'd go three spinners. So Kuldeep comes in at number nine. I think he deserves his opportunity. He was unlucky yeah. to miss out in that second Bangladesh test. What, you know, what the hell were they thinking with that? Uh, and then, look, this is interesting because I'd play the two seamers. Ideally, I'd go Bumrah Shami. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows about their fitness? So that's, that's the ideal situation. If they're not, then you've got Siraj and Umesh Yadav as, as the two replacements. And, well, and that's, that's how I think they should line up. Well, I'd go... Maybe if you want that dif- differential, differential of, of having a left arm seamer, hmm. deserves his opportunity. But you know, Siraj and Umesh have been the, yeah. the guys in possession. Umesh hmm. has got the extra pace as well. Siraj offers you a bit more energy out there, a bit of something different. He's done well against Australia. The Aussies don't like him because you know they they rate him basically. They don't like facing him, is yeah. what I mean. So I think that's the combination I'd go in with because. Yeah, you've got to play the three spinners at home, I think. What, what, do, you, what yeah. do you think? How, how do you think they're going to line up? Agree. Agree completely. Uh, if Jadeja is fit, obviously he, he fits in at number uh, seven and then that will mean proper batting depth till number nine for India with Akshar Patel capable of uh, batting as well. And then so you'd my play, bolos, if Jadeja's fit, no, but if Jadeja's fit, then you would play Akshar Patel as well, would you? 
अक्षर पटेल हैजेंट डन एनीथिंग टू बी ड्रॉप्ड यू से सो आई नो बोथ आर सिमिलर बट या या गुड स्पिनर आई हेट इट व्हेन इंडिया डोंट प्ले रिस्ट इफ दे हैव रिस्ट स्पिनर्स दे शुड प्ले रिस्ट स्पिनर्स इट कॉस्ट देम आई नो इट्स डिफरेंट फॉर्मेट इट कॉस्ट देम इन द टी20 वर्ल्ड कप अगेंस्ट इंग्लैंड यू नो इंग्लैंड वर दिस इज इंग्लैंड राइट good old england where they couldn't produce a spinner for yeah. decades and decades and you know spin was seen as something which you know you'd have a top order batter and if you got a couple of overs just that you need bowling from one end just to hold an end up you bowl a bit of gentle off spin or a bit of non turning leg spin or whatever it was all very friendly and now they've got adil rashid and you know liam livingston and all these guys coming in as wrist spinners and an out bowling india in the wrist bowling department you know it's it's ridiculous yeah. so if they can do it if we've got somebody like guldeep up our sleeve just play him mm. in those conditions i think they have to play him yeah. but but we'll see i don't remember if jadeja and akshar uh, akshar have played together or not uh, did they play together in sri lanka series at home i have no idea i can't remember to be honest usually akshar yeah. comes in as a replacement doesn't he for for jadeja because yeah. of the similarities but then he hasn't done um, anything but, wrong to be dropped so yeah it'll be tricky if jadeja is fit um i i somehow feel they are not going to go to kuldeep yadav because probably their confidence in him the way they've you know been handling him I don't think they have a hundred percent confidence in him. He's just a replacement player, you can say. So, um, it's unfortunate because we spoke a lot about how he's been doing well, and then suddenly to be dropped for an extra pacer in Jaydevunat cut and all that. So, could well be Akshar Patel and Jadeja and Ashwin as the three spinners. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Well, let's see. We'll we'll obviously preview that series in in a lot more detail nearer the time. So uh, that's what we think should be India's test side for for the next series at home, at least given the conditions as well. Right. We'll be back uh, in a couple of days with uh, a review, a sort of look back at the year um, that has been for both India's men's and women's teams. But for now, thank you for listening, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to India on 99.94 where we speak cricket every day. Please rate, review and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts. You can download the 99.94 app and follow us on Twitter at Nikesh Raghani and at Swaris16. Never miss out. Join our 24/7 conversation on social media and follow us at 9994dm. Cricket every day your way. Hi listeners, we wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.